millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Keith Caulfield, and I am the co-director of Charts at Billboard. Coming up today, we've got must-hear music with Billboard's deputy editor digital, Joe Lynch. As always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on iTunes so you won't miss an episode and give us a rating or review while you're at it. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit iTunes.com slash Billboard Podcasts. Okie dokie. So today on Muster Music, Joe and Jason and Lindsay will be talking about new music from Troy Sivan, Ray Shrimmerd, and Justin Timberlake. Uh, they'll be talking about his new album, Man of the Woods, which of course is heading for number one on next week's Billboard 200 Albums chart. While it seems to be doing well uh, commercially and with folks streaming the album, uh, it's kind of getting some lukewarm reviews from folks. Will the must-hear gang be as meh about uh, JT as everyone else seems to be? Well, you'll have to stick around to find out. So let's get into it on must-hear music. All right. Hello and welcome to the Must Hear Music Podcast. My name is Joe Lynch. I'm sitting here with Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? And Lindsay Havens. Hello. And so we got a podcast for you guys. That's it. This is, this is a podcast <laughs> and we've got one. Um, I'm trying to think. So we, we've got some good stuff this, uh, this, this day, this fine day. I don't think we should start with the, the, uh, the biggest name or if we should start with um, the best song. Wow. I think both are are your picks, right? <laughs> oh. Um, Depends which best song you're talking about. Yeah, I guess about. that is true. Yeah. yeah. So either way, we're starting I was actually you. thinking of one of your picks as the best song, but now that I, I forgot that I picked oh. one of my things, so you're right, that is better. So much mystery. So much mystery. Uh, let, let's just start my with the picks, big one. So let's just get this out of the way. Liver, <laughs> it's, it's topical. Um, so Justin Timberlake, new album, Man of the Woods, uh, Super Bowl halftime performer. Man of the Woods. Title track, not a version of Taylor Swift's Out of the Woods. <laughs> Very Bummer. shocked to figure that out. Um, so yeah, so Timberlake, JT, um, back with probably his first, I would say, 
not well received album of his career. I think yeah. uh, 2020 Part Two, maybe he was met with a little fatigue when that came out, but there was still overall positive vibes for Justin. Um, this album not getting some great notices. Um, I feel like the the haters who maybe previously kept their pitchforks hidden, they they've got him out. out. They're they're not pretending to like him anymore. Um, that being said, you, the album. Are you saying that haters are going to say it's fake? But it's, but so, it's, real. it's so real, though. Wow, um, Lindsay beat you on that one. Yeah, Sorry. you did. Nice work. Thanks. Um, but anyways, so so yeah. So I, but we got to talk about it. So Man of the Woods, Justin Timberlake. Despite the title, not a country album. <laughs> not really a return to roots. Not really all much of that different of a record. Honestly, it's it's kind of like I would say like diet sexy back type sounds um yeah (laughs) exactly um but that being said it's i would say it's not as bad as everyone says the album overall um there are some some real clunkers on it uh the song wave is pretty terrible uh let me look at the track list oh no wave is bad you know i have not even listened to this full album yet because a lot of reasons but one of them is there's so much like noise around it that i feel like my opinion is incredibly tainted so i need to give it time this, I is, think that's se- totally this is really fair. serious yeah. like i need to give it some time so i can listen to it and like actually figure out if i like it yeah that's fair right i think this is unfortunately one of those albums that's it's going to be hard for people to actually like what you're saying to yeah, like give it a fair shake tough. because there's just so much vitriol and like hot takes about it yeah um so my my take my my take is pretty not hot i think Mild. there's yeah there's like this, so, like I said, Wave, Don't Like, Flannel's pretty terrible. Um, but, I mean, you know what? It's a fine album. It's like a total, like, B-minus affair. Um, aside from a couple embarrassing points, there's some some jams on it. Montana's pretty great. Uh, the song I picked that I wanted to talk about is called Living Off the Land. Um, mm. This is kind of what I wish the album was more like. I mean, I would say, aside from the fact that, like, feel free to go and smirk that one of, you know, Justin Timberlake, someone who spent his entire life... <laughs> like on tv and like rich yeah. um is talking living about off living the off the land like sure are you supposed to like write what you know isn't that just a rule <laughs> they, of say, they say that yeah um that's that's certainly not this it was basically like his wall justin timberlake's walden in yeah. the sense that also similar to henry david thoreau like he's faking it like thoreau wasn't really living in the wilderness he was like two blocks from a town that he would run into and grab supplies whenever things got rough. So he's supply. Some hot, some hot throw takes on this podcast. Yeah. So yeah, this is a throw, throw down. Um, so Timberlake, like throw faking it. Um, regardless though, this song living off the land, I think is kind of what I, I like on the album, What I wish there was a little bit more of it's, uh, a really interesting sample. It's kind of got like, they take this vocal kind of bit and repeat it over and over. And the melody is this up down thing, um, sort of chanty. It's just like, it's not a, it's not, it is a pop song, but it's a weird pop song. It's not a single. It's just like an interesting album track. Um, this is the kind of stuff that like jumps out to me and that maybe think like, yeah, I mean like he hasn't like lost his touch. Like he's got, he's got some good things going on. It's maybe just a little bit of a messier album than, um, people were hoping. But what do you think, Jason? You, uh, You've listened to this several I times. Did. I did. I wrote about this. You I wrote about it I've, for Billboard.com. I wrote a thing. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's just, there is like a really good nine song album in here. And it, unfortunately, the album is 16 songs long. Oof. I mean, that's the problem is like, but, but that's the thing. That's the thing is like, 
people are trashing this album. This is this album is being trashed. Like yeah, um, and it doesn't deserve that. There are some the the problem is that of those seven poor songs that I would snip off a potential dream man of the woods track list Mm -hmm. three of them are like some of the worst things that jt's ever done um i really think supplies might be his worst song like (laughs) i I don't hate it supplies that song is very bad supplies is like the least sexy word in the english dictionary but if you're gonna be a man of the woods you do need supplies yeah but i don't know it's just that it it just doesn't work at all. I don't like. I don't really love living off the land. Sorry, man. Um, young young man, where he's talking. To, it's like Justin Timberlake's just the two of us talking mm-hmm. to his son. I don't know, but like if you if you think about like Midnight Summer Jam, Montana, Breeze Off the Pond. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd even include Filthy on there. Like just I like it, like Filthy, filthy is I've like come around on filthy. yeah, it's definitely enjoyable. Um, Sauce is pretty good. Higher, hi- higher, higher is so good. That song's awesome. But it's what just... about say something? What do you think about the staple? I think say something's good. Yeah. I think say something's solid. I-, I just think like it's such an up and down record um, that it's just it's it, it's given people a lot to recoil at. But I, I think that there's definitely stuff there. There's definitely stuff to discover. <laughs> but like I don't know. I I, I think that like. Timberlake's never. You think there's stuff to unpack once you get into the wilderness. Oh, like some supplies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the problem with Timberlake is that he's never been great at self-editing, and he, you know, you get to this point when you're a superstar where you can do whatever you want. Like, there's yeah. nobody, there's nobody in the room with T- Justin Timberlake. Even like Timbaland and and the Neptunes aren't like they're indulging in like his maximalism Mm -hmm. there's no one who's like yeah maybe like three songs shorter it's the same thing what we talked about with 2020 experience where it's like yeah maybe this song is just four minutes and not right (laughs) it's just like you know and i think that's i think that is really what this album is missing which is just someone to be like let's reel it in like let's like keep this like a tight nine or ten songs like and get in and get out and this this it just goes on and on so i would agree with that um so you feel like it's less like take justin remove him out of the woods and be like can you just hang in this slightly wooded area in a public park <laughs> yeah like, i don't know i don't know if i agree with you fully your, out into the forest i, don't know if I but... agree with your anti thoreau takes but um, the facts the facts are backing me up, man. I don't know. Emerson was smarter, anyways. So. Oh wow. wow! Yeah, wow. <laughs> wow, I don't know about that, man. Um, but you know, up with the transcendentalists. I yeah, suppose. Exactly. I don't really know how to conclude Damn that. Damn transcendentalists! Yeah, fakers, all of them. Um, anyways, story all right. for another time. Yeah, exactly for another podcast. I think really. Yeah. Um. All right, so let's listen to it. So Justin Timberlake, uh, we are going to listen to "Living Off the Land" from Man of the Woods. All right, that was New Timberlake, um, and this is the other one I was thinking of, because uh, I am so into this, so it's one of your picks, Lindsay. It is Rye 
from the new album Blood. No, it or is no, Jason. Wow. Is it Jason pick? Oh, oh. My God. wow. Well, excuse me. I got me. left in the dust back oh, there. Oh, you got left in the dust. Here. Wait, what was wow. your other? Oh, right. Yeah. I was wondering which one of mine you could be talking about. Yeah, just kidding. All right, Jason, wow. this is leave. your pick then. Sorry. <laughs> Well, to make to make Lindsay feel better, like it was a cool pick, so it had to come from Lindsay. That's kind of what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, it's like a cool indie pick. Like, does from Lindsay, (laughs) produced by Jack White, maybe. (laughs) Um, Is that my voice? (laughs) (laughs) Congrats to Portugal, the man, on their Grammy (laughs) win. Oh man. I guess that is your voice. Um, yeah, Rye. Rye has a new album. That's awesome. Rye is back. Um, what did I? What did I pick? Did I pick uh, taste? taste? Taste. Second song on the album. Well, I, I just I picked Taste. I mean, I just love the whole album. I, I I don't know if you guys have had time to listen to it. I have. Um, yeah. It's just like I loved Rye's first album so much. Yeah, it was awesome. And no one is really doing what Rye is doing yeah. in, in terms of just kind of making. And look, the second album does definitely doesn't like break any boundaries it's not like this like you know super superior uh to the to the first album project but i i I really like it like it's just it's more of the same but give me more of the same like i think taste is like this kind of beautifully crafted song that is the second song on the album and kind of introduces like you back into this rye world and um yeah that's all i got about rye yeah, I feel the same. I've always been a fan of more of the same. That's why I like indie rock so much. <laughs> um, but I also feel like <laughs> um, I feel like it, that like everything about it, like the packaging, the album artwork, it's all very connected in the sense that it's telling you it's more of the same. It looks like oh, you like that joke. <laughs> I'm just really I'm picturing like all the at least like indie rock convention where everyone's just like. More of the same. And everyone's just like banging on the table. More of the same. (laughs) We're experimenting with some new sounds lately. Everyone's like, no, no. Get them out of here. Anyway, go ahead. I don't even know what I was saying. Um, Joe? Okay, I guess I'll pick it up. Um, Yeah, I mean, this is one of those things where, uh, you know, Rai, when uh, they came out as a duo, maybe five years ago yeah it was like 2013 um made a pretty big splash with just a couple songs they had such a like um a striking sound kind of this alt r&b before that took over and the the vocals are very sade-esque even though they come from a man uh it sounds very much like her uh yeah and and then the first album uh woman was excellent and then sort of just kind of i mean you know like ride toured but sort of kind of disappeared i feel like if we never heard from rye again no one yeah. would be surprised yeah, but like so this album is like a, a pleasant return it's uh i mean i think the main difference is is there's the the guy from quadrant who was in rye when it started out is no longer with it so it's just the one singer uh milosh i think is how his name is pronounced yeah michael milosh um and yeah i mean it's a little like ty you know to use a word from another generation. It's a little groovier, this album. Ooh. I think there's a little more libido in the bass lines. Wow. Um, huh. But yeah, the sound is is much the same. Uh, I'm glad you picked this uh, song in particular, Taste. Uh, I really like the background woodwinds that kind yes. of like pop up. Yeah. They're very... More woodwinds. They're very like Sufjan on um, Illinois and yep. uh, Michigan album, which is a, a lovely, lovely sound. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, yeah, it's really beautiful. The album is, is fantastic. Um so yeah, check it out. It's called Blood. Um, one of our writers, Christine Worthman, did a great yeah. interview. Yeah, shout out to Christine. With Rye. 
about the album. And uh, so, yeah, so let's let's listen to some of it. Let's listen to let's some of it. Let's have a taste of taste. So this is uh, Rye. That is the new rye. Um, and okay, now let's do, let's do a Lindsay. Now is it my turn? For now my, it's your turn. I'm sorry. Picks. Now your mediocre picks are up. Okay. We've got uh, James Blake, new song, If the Car Beside You Moves Ahead. Mm-hmm. There's a catchy title if I've ever heard one. <laughs> easy to remember, easy yeah. to say quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I apparently people are very divided on James Blake, which I did not know. I just assumed everybody loved his work. Really? Yeah, I, re- I really oh, okay. didn't know that there were people who weren't fans. No. Um, I am a fan, clearly. <laughs> this song this song is very cool just because it stands out from, you know, what he's sort of become known for lately, which is, like, slower, more melancholy. Um, did something with Boney Vare that did really well. I'm forgetting the name of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that sums it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but this is, like, a cool disembodied track, basically. It's, like he like Frankensteined it where it's like a bunch of different pieces. Like he broke up his vocals. He broke up the production. Um, and I was reading apparently like that's sort of how he got his start. That's what he was doing really mm-hmm. early on, like very experimental. So it's just sort of a return to that. Um, but obviously taken into account, like all of the experience that he's had since then. Um, and I, I don't think that this will be on a new project. It's just sort of being promoted as like a one-off single. Um, so I don't know if it's going to, you know, showcase like this is how the new album will sound yeah. like, or if this is just something he did for fun. But I'm very into it. Cool. What do you think, Jason? Well, I really liked James Blake when he came out in like the mid 2000s with "You're Beautiful," and that song was everywhere. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, um, I'm not even <laughs> laughing a little bit. <laughs> no, I'm I really laughing. liked. Um, <laughs> I'm there I, for that. I love when he had the long hair and the hat and he was singing the yes. Why don't yeah. you be you? All the wrong a great James. James Blake song. Great yeah. James Blake. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash post. So that's James Blunt and James Bay, (laughs) just to be very clear. Um. (laughs) Who else you got? Um. (laughs) I got no. Those are the three His book of poetry, uh, <laughs> songs of innocence, and songs of experience. Very moving. 
Shout out to no, that's James William Joyce. Blake. Oh, uh, he anyways, lost me on that one for me. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing about James Blake is that I actually like when he got more like a, of a traditional songwriter, and when he broke out, yeah, like you were saying, he was just completely experimental. I thought I I always thought his stuff was more intriguing then, but then actually like listenable and and replayable. Where you had like um, like a song like um, what was that song Retrograde? Mm, yeah. That was the bi- that that was like his big breakout song. That song's awesome. Like that song is like a really like compelling song on its own. And then um, his last album, which came out a couple years ago, which I'm blanking on the name of, and I literally just brought it up. Uh, like the color and anything, yeah. 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 Um, I thought that album was it, it. That album's a little too long, but it's it's really it's really well done, and it's it was like a good like walking around in the winter uh, album. Totally little <laughs> little insight into my life. Apparently, <laughs> walking around in Nutley, walking around <laughs> in Nutley, New Jersey. Oh, like that other great song, "Walking in Nutley." Oh yeah, Mark Cohen, yeah. Nutley, yeah. yeah. Uh, Grammy winner. Howie. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> to bring it full circle. Um, I didn't love this. I didn't love like the, the kind of chop, the chopped up, uh, elements of this. And it like, yeah, it it was almost a little bit jarring, like how he's going back to that aesthetic. And again, like I didn't hate it. Um, but I, I, I listened to this. I was like, Oh, this is interesting. And then it's ended. And I was like, I don't really need to hear that again. That's kind of how I felt. And that's kind of how I feel about like when he first broke out. So, you know, I prefer one James Blake mode than the other. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's okay. That is okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm i not a huge fan. I just, I feel like I just never got him. Like, why people, like, are so worshipful of him. Um, I mean, this song, and it's weird, because, like, I like stuff like this. I mean, yeah. there's, I like stuff that has, like, uh, kind of, heady instrumental electronic production um i like stuff that's heavily indebted to minimalism but i don't know it just for some reason his stuff like does not land for me and i almost i need to listen to him i was gonna i was just telling Lindsay, i need to like re-dive into his stuff to figure out what it is that's missing for me um so that's that. That's a very like. It's not even a critique against him. It's just like something. It's a critique against you. Something it is. Yeah, something just doesn't gel. But like, there's stuff. I, I mean, let's. There's like a rattling percussive sound in the background of this that I think is cool. I like moody late night synths in general. But mm-hmm. um, I guess I like that he's being more experimental on this song. But I don't really care for either side of him a ton. So Oof. they're just kind of like I don't know. It just never lands for me. I don't know what that is. But you know what? Everyone, you can't account for taste. So maybe this is my you can't account for taste moment. I think so. Um, I think that's what we have here. Just doesn't grab me at all. So... Yeah. But I did love your beautiful. So when yeah. you came out of the gates, I Back was like, Back to Bedlam yeah. was one of the defining James Knockout. Blake albums yeah. of my time. This is sad and confusing for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's listen to the real James Blake. Uh, the new song is called... If the car beside you moves ahead, wonder, yep. such a title, you know, parents are going to be like, stop listening to that. If the car beside you moves ahead again, ah, my kids can't stop talking about if the car beside you moves ahead. That's all the kids are talking about these days. Anyways, let's listen to it. I'm 
All right, that was new James Blake. Uh, I really like before we move on. I really like when you said let's listen to the real James Blake. Like I'm picturing like the real Slim Shady video <laughs> with like James Blake in the middle of a million James Blakes. <laughs> I'm James Blake, the real <laughs> James Blake. <laughs> I would, anyway. I would love to see that. Yeah, that'd be great. I would watch that. Um, okay, so what, what should we do next? Let's do. Um, let us do race remembered teed up. So another right. Jason pick. Hit us, is, Jason. You know, the thing is, this and Rye, I actually don't really have that much to say about them. Like, I just, like, Ray Stremmer dropped a new track, um, Strem Live 3, hopefully coming soon. And uh, it's just, it's classic Ray Stremmer. Like, I really like it, and and I, I'm a huge fan of them. And um, this song is, again, not, like, groundbreaking. Like, yeah. I don't really have much to say. It's just, like, I enjoy <laughs> the beat. It's it. great. It's yeah, it's good. great to have them back. It's just good. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, I just think that like, they have a really great tendency of switching it up slightly on every single, um, but also not kind of losing themselves in their main appeal. Like when they jumped into something like Black Beatles, like that sounded completely different for them. Um, and obviously Gucci Mane was on that song, but, uh, you know, you still, it's, it's still like unequivocally like a race remembered joint like it's un it's un it's an unbelievable song but like if you love other race remembered like you're going to gravitate toward this and i feel that way about teed up yeah i think it's i mean i think the impressive thing for me i mean it's a good song first off but like they're so impressively consistent like it's yeah i mean like it's it really is nothing different like we've heard this from them before we've heard this from other people before but it it feels like an anthem it feels like an anthem that you want to listen to again and that you wouldn't mind you know, if this became like um, "Song of the Summer," it's not not too early to start talking about that, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't think, this could be a I don't think it'll be the song. I, I'm just saying, if this was the kind of thing that you heard rattling out of every car passing you by, I wouldn't be mad about it. In Nutley, in Nutley, yeah, this is um, a big blast. But yeah, I mean, they're they're just very solid and have a great way with a great ear for melody, a uh, great ear drummer for melody. Ah. Um, but yeah, and I think also worth noting, apparently, uh, Srem Life 3 is going to be a triple disc no affair. Oh, wow. That's, that's what I heard. I, I don't know. So. I great. hope so too. It's like it's they're, cool. they're the fragile or yeah. speaker box, the love below. Right. Oh my no, God. I was wondering what if, if they it did was going to, yeah. Uh, that'd be so awesome. Like a Sway Lee album and a Slim Jimmy album. Yeah. Uh, and what would the third disc be then? Just, just me like <laughs> crying just tears of joy. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> Anyway, Lindsay, what do you think? Um, I mean, everything the two of you already said, it's more of the same from them, which isn't a bad thing, but it would be cool to see them take a little more of a risk on the album. Um, I love the opening line, so fresh I need a lint brush, just because me picturing like <laughs> anyone using a lint brush is funny, but especially rappers who are just like, I don't care, like I'm Drake, partying he and loves stuff. using lint brushes. Yeah, I just like that imagery. Yeah. That's yeah. all I have to add. I mean, you gotta have a lint brush, especially if you have a cat. I mean, man. That's why you don't have a cat. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> then no you're not happy, though. No one likes That's cats. That's why you get a dog. Yeah. Ugh, exactly. I don't know about that. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's listen to it. Race Remmer teed up. And here it is. Blue green, blue flame, and I tip like king. Car got wings, car got speed. Roll up at the PMT. Deal drum one top of the OD, give me room like a nigga obese. I'm iced up 1017. MOB, need MOE. Big boss, Bruce Lee. Hey, J 
than me. Teed up like a nigga 10 feet. Teed up, I ain't never on E. Young nigga out there, SIP. Yeah, count money, not sheep. Took off in the paint, KD. Now clap for the MVP. All right, that's new Ray Sremmerd. Um, last and certainly not least, one of my absolute favorite songs of the year Wait, so far. Definitely not last. <laughs> I mean, definitely not last and also not least. Wow. Right, because I forgot about Moss Scorching. Moskena. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is, a, this is a little old at this point, but I just had to talk about it because I'm so in love with the song. Uh, New Trois Savan, My, My, My. Uh, it's just like such a gorgeous banger. It's like Troy Savan moving. I mean, so his first full-length album, uh, Blue Neighborhood, was kind of like a moody, like, indie synth type thing, which I'm all there for. Mm. Great record. Disagree. I love that he's moving a little bit towards the dance floor. Like, he's, I think he's 22 now, something like that. Somewhere on there. 22, 23. Anyways, though, he's moving a little bit out of the, like, you know, contemplative, melancholy, 18-year-old phase, a little bit into the, I'm an adult, I want to go out and have fun. Um, this is very much him like venturing into disclosure territory. Mm-hmm. There's a real joy to it. There's a real, um, you know, sense of just like letting loose and um, having fun on the dance floor. And also it's just an insanely catchy song. So I am very into this. Uh, very excited for his new album. But what, what do you guys think about it? It is really Troy? catchy. I'm not even a huge Troy fan, um, but this song is sort of undeniable. Like it's gets stuck in your head. It's fun to dance to. Um I love, it's like dramatic in a way, the lyrics, like saying, I will die every night for you. It's mm-hmm. just sort of like he's really like committing to this, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of like a fun love song about just giving in, you know, which I feel like you don't hear too often. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think it was, it's a good reintroduction to him. That's what mm. I say to my wife every night. I will die every night for you. <laughs> every single night. Um, yeah, wow. <laughs> so... Uh, Joe, I um, I didn't love your description of Blue Neighborhood, uh, Troy Svon's first really? album. Really? Okay. I think oh, it's wow. way... I think I loved Blue Neighborhood, and I think that there are dancey moments on it. Mm. Respond. Uh, I don't know if there are dancey moments on well, it, really. And that's where we differ. I um, mean, maybe like a little two-step, but you're not going to let loose. A little moody yeah. two-step. That's all you need. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm a big Troy fan. I will say that, like... I think this is a good song. I I I feel confident in saying that. I think, and I haven't heard any. He put out another song. Which, yeah, the good life. Yeah, the good is, life, uh, which is very Sufiani. It's very Sufiani. I feel like he saw "Call Me by Your Name" and was like, yeah. "I want to do one of those. One of those, <laughs> please. Yeah. Give me one of them." Uh, it's very good though. Is that the what other one he did it, on SNL? What, yes. Okay. What if that's what he said <laughs> after listening to Sufjan. One of those. <laughs> Let's go. Um, no, but I think that um, I feel confident in saying that this album will have stronger pop songs than My My My. I think it's probably true. And I, I, I just think that like I think this is a good song. I just think that like I, I like wild and youth and lost boy oh, I more you. i mean yeah like, i love those songs yeah I'm slagging the first album well i mean but i just think that like those songs were a little bit more revealing and had a little bit more personality i i, I actually like this song my 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 i think really excels during the verses like when you're you know when it they're super sexual and they're super like you know sensual and and you get it like a sense of like his delivery on those on on those verses are great, but then you get to the chorus and it, it's a little flat to me. 
Um, Disagree. Okay. I mean, yeah. look, I, 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 I'm being hard on it, but I have a high bar for Troy, and I'm, I'm excited to hear what, what else is coming up. I'd, I'd say to hit, sometimes to hit that dance floor euphoria, you need to go for a more straightforward chorus, and I think that's what this is, and okay. I'm fine with that. All right. But Fair. Agree yeah. to disagree. We'll arm wrestle Joe, after honestly, the podcast is over. I will die every night <laughs> for you. I don't think that's true. Mm. Guess Most we'll find out tonight. Yeah. One way to find out. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's listen to it. Troy Sivan, My, 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 and here it is. Last I think and we're done. All right. Possibly All right, guys, least. signing off. <laughs> uh, we have a Lindsay pick. Uh, Moss Kenna. Mm-hmm. song's called Square One. Yep. This is another one of your mystery artists. Yes, it totally is. And so tell us about, tell us about uh, um, Moss. I can't tell you too much. So uh, they were signed to RCA mid-January, so pretty recently. Mm-hmm. And even in their release, um, it said, like, they don't want to put out much else other than their voice right now. Mm-hmm. They want the music to sort of speak for itself. Um, no idea if it's a woman or a man. doesn't really matter. The voice itself is super compelling. Um, and I think this artist got super known. They did a cover of Kendrick's These Walls, which I think yes. did really well on SoundCloud. Um, it's on iTunes, probably Spotify. And then, yeah, this is sort of like their first bigger track, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um and there's an EP coming in March. But, yeah, it's just, like, very soulful. The voice, like, goes into a nice falsetto at certain points. Um, and I think it's cool just, like, for an artist coming out to already say that they're going back to square one. It sort of draws you into their story a little bit, at least for me. Like, well, like, what you know, we don't know too much about you, but, like, something must have happened for you to say that this is you starting over again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm interested. I'm sold. You're sold. Like, uh, yeah, I'm sold. As, yeah, um, yep. yeah I, I like, I really like the voice a lot. The falsettos are good. Uh, there's a little Macy Gray throatiness in the mm-hmm. delivery that I'm there for. Um, yeah, I mean, also, I don't know, Moss Kenna. That's such a, I, I kind of like that name. It's I so weird. It's like, you you, th- you don't think of Moss as something that you want to listen to, really, usually? You're like, Moss? What the hell's up with that? Like, Lichen, you know, if it was like Lichen <laughs> Kenna, you'd be like... What? Um, but but it's good. I, I See, like I it. I think it's interesting because it's like they could have gone by Moss. They could have gone by Kenna. I'm like, why'd you need both? Like Moss, Kenna, you know? I mean, if you just went by Moss, that would be impossible to Google. I guess. Got to think about SEO now. Got to think about that <laughs> SEO, guys. Um, but yeah. Uh, no, I, I think it's good. I like having these mystery artists. I'm curious to uh, to learn more about them. I think this is our third mystery artist, right? Uh, I think second. I thought was there was Curl and then there was someone else, right? No, Curl and Moss. It's no, a mystery. It. Just the right, two I of guess them. It's a mystery. <laughs> it's a mystery. Um, you you uh you missed this one, right, I Jason? This one, yeah. yeah, but I'm excited because I love Lindsay's. Like that's the, that's the thing about Lindsay, like oh, being yikes. like a super hip like young person. I guess I'm the resident young person. <laughs> Come on, grandpa, young person. Listen to this, and it's like. Who is this? They're li- and and Lindsay's just like they don't even exist yet. <laughs> They're my favorite artist, so I'm really excited about that. Cool, <laughs> thank you. Yep. 
Yeah. All right. <laughs> I think I, we I, can I just end it there. Um, all right. Well, let's listen to it. Uh, artist is Moss Kenna. Song is Square One. And that's all we got. So, uh, pretty corny episode in terms of like a lot of in jokes. In terms of the jokes, it was a little jokey. Yeah. yeah. We'll try a great to way. keep it more serious next time. I mean, it got high minded for a second, though. We talked about Walden, <laughs> talked about Emerson. I mean, there's some, there's some actually literary a lot going references. On on yeah. Podcast. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with this. I'm fine with this. God, I might. What was your what, what was your Thoreau joke? Like Thoreau throwed it or Thoreau throw down. down. Yeah. That's going to be an annual bash. I'm going to I'm going to read Walden chapter by chapter and just tear it apart. That'll be a new podcast. I the Thoreau throw down. Yeah. You should absolutely do yeah, that. I think. Original I like that. Man that's a great woods. idea. I wouldn't listen to it, but I don't know. Someone might. But you're going to record it. Um, but I'll record it. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, Lindsay, Jason, thank you for joining Thanks, me. Thank you. Um, what else? Do you have something coming up? What's February? Is there anything? Is there anything good coming? Oh, the Black Panther soundtrack is coming up soon. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we, we can talk about that next time. We can okay. talk about Jack White every week until the album drops. <laughs> Who? <laughs> I don't know her. Um, oh, ouch. Anyways, yeah. So uh, thank you for listening. If you have any suggestions of stuff that you've been listening to or that's coming up that you want us to talk about, let us know, and we will catch you next time. See Bye. Ya. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877 351 0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.